Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. When I was taking my first wilderness first aid course, I I was taught to look at the scenarios a lot differently. What they teach you is there's kind of two groups of people. Well, there's kind of three groups of people that are in an in a big incident. There's people that are calm and kind of walking around doing their thing. They might be in shock. They might not. But there there is that group of people. There's also people running around screaming and making a very significant uh, amount of commotion in the community into that group. But then there's also people sitting in the corner. They might just be sitting in a wilderness situation. They might be sitting by a tree somewhere. All three are important to keep an eye on because you actually never know which one needs your help the most. And in this first aid course, the one of the instructors said, Always make sure to do your ABCs with the people who are just sitting in the corner, acting like they're fine and they're just, they're not doing anything. They're not running around screaming and they're not acting uh, normal in those situations. All of those are not good to determine how injured somebody is because shock can make people behave normal. Shock can make people sit down or run around. All of those are... uh, not an indicator of someone's health or well-being or anything like that. So when you're in a first aid scenario, what you're taught to do is go through every single person. First, you got to assess the situation. You got to do all these things. And I'm not giving a first aid course at all. But the part of this course that got caught me off guard was that I went into a scenario and I dealt with a person. There was a person running around screaming the whole time. So I sat that person down. Meanwhile, I ended up losing the person that was sitting by the tree quietly. That person had a a major injury, and here I am, distracted, running around, chasing the person that's screaming. It it kind of hit me because I've I've now been in. uh, uh, I was definitely providing first aid in a bad scenario. One of the people we lost. One of the people. I didn't lose them when I was there, but um, unfortunately, they were lost in, in the ambulance on the way into town. But in that situation, I paid attention to everybody. I tried to do my very best. But when I took this first aid course, it made me kind of look at this whole situation different and think, what happens? Oh, just to be clear, I wasn't in the car accident. I was actually, I think I was about 17. I biked up to two vehicles that had hit really hard. It was a bad situation. It was probably one of the few times I, I, I don't think I went into trauma. I did my, I did my first aid as I was trained until the ambulance showed up and then they both left. I just learned later that one of them passed away. So how does this, these first aid scenarios affect leadership? Well, uh, I've seen a lot of leaders spend an enormous amount of time on the squeaky wheel, the person running around screaming in a bad situation. And that's an ex- it's an extreme similar to uh, two days ago when I was saying knowledge isn't knowledge is cheap. It's actually highly useful. But, you know, I'm saying knowledge is cheap because if you can't learn to apply it, it doesn't really help you at all. I'm not saying knowledge is cheap. But in this situation, I'm saying 
the squeaky wheel, another analogy, is something that you have to be aware of as a leader. What I've seen in a lot of leadership is you spend most of your time on the squeaky wheels. Meanwhile, you might have some of the very best staff who do excellent work and have had the back of the organization and are moving forward, sitting in the corner, and in this first aid scenario, they'd be sitting in this corner bleeding out. No one will notice them. So I have a quote on LinkedIn. I think it says, squeaky wheel does not get all the grease. And something that I've learned over time is to stop being distracted by the very loud, very attention-grabbing people and try and pay attention to those who are just doing their jobs really well. I mess this up all the time because you get drawn in, especially the larger the organization, the more you end up drawn into the issues. And you don't make any decisions when they're, when you're in the middle of a major issue, but you need to step back all the time and say, is this person taking up a significant amount of our time? And are we not focused on our strong points, our individuals who are really moving forward and we're just chasing around the people who are uh, making all the noise in the organization? It's something that each person needs to look at when they're leading, because if you want your leadership burden to get lighter and lighter as you get better and better at it, you have to learn how to pay attention to your entire team. Again, this is my numerous time in leadership. I'm a CEO again, or in this role. And uh, I guess again, but um, I in this situation, there's two people on my team I still haven't talked to in a one-on-one because I just keep dealing with fires and keep trying to deal with the bigger issues. And they are all important, but that those people who are just doing a great job are just as important as the ones that are having a lot of troubles around them, whether they're creating them or whether they're just occurring. Everybody on your team deserves an adequate or a, a fair amount of your time so that you can coach them, so that you can grow them. And I, again, dropped the ball. So um, I was out at... Uh, one of the locations and I was able to sit down and talk to the people that I haven't been able to talk to. And it ended up making me come home quite late. Uh, And I had to do a podcast really late, which I feel bad for anyone who had to, my, my mind gets pretty scrambled when I'm pretty, when I'm pretty tired, but I went and sat down with each of them and I learned so much because they're the ones really moving things forward as well. Just like everyone else on the team. And here I am running around trying to deal with the fires, trying to get the rocks out of my backpack. And I'm not dealing with the ones who are also pulling the load and who are also carrying a burden. They're just not the ones who draw enough attention. So when you're in leadership, I think it's super important that you make sure you look at your entire team and you give everyone an equal amount of time. You be fair to your team. Now, I'm going to take this one step further. I've also seen organizations, so I'm talking about staff, I've also seen organizations that spend way too much time trying to fix broken things. And they don't spend any time on the things that are working the very best for them, just like the staff. There are some staff that are excellent, and you could just ignore them, and they'd continue to do their jobs. But what would happen if you invest in them, if you try and help them grow? Try and help them flourish. If you take your very best people and you make them even better, your influence of throughout the organization and their ability to do a better job grows. 
And I would argue it grows more than if you're spending all of your time working on the ones who you can't get to the level that you need to. Some of those, you got to get up the courage to do what you need to do. But the ones who are just doing a great job, have their back, invest in them, and you will see great returns out of those people. And they will also, they've probably had a lot of jobs where their leadership never talked to them or spent any time with them because they just do a great job and they need to be appreciated for it. So that's kind of my lesson here is, and and it's a reminder to myself that I got to keep doing this and I got to keep investing in everybody who's pulling a load for this organization. Finally, in in your organization, I kind of touched on this, but it's also incredibly important in your organization to focus on your growth areas. Too many organizations spend too much time and energy trying to think fix things that are broken. And I'll give you an example. In one of the departments that I had, I had one area that I grew by 30% in, in two years. And I had another area that was shrinking by 5 or 10%. And we were trying absolutely everything to turn it around. We increased marketing, we increased all these things, and it continued to slide down. The fact of the matter was people weren't interested. The market had changed and there wasn't an opportunity there. But there was a massive opportunity on the other side. So what I did was I took some of just a portion of the marketing that we were putting in to the struggling program, and I put it into the growing one, and we ended up doubling it in a few more years. I guarantee we couldn't have done that if we kept focusing on the one that was the environment had changed, whether you like it or not. Sometimes the environment changes and people aren't interested in it, or it's it's an activity that's easier to get access to so people don't need help or whatever it might be. Those aren't the ones you need to focus on in the organization, and nor are the staff who are, are running around making a lot of noise on a consistent basis. So I know it's a lot to ask for in leadership. You're, you're, you feel spread out all the time. But it's super important in your role to make sure that you're paying attention to those areas that are doing well, those people who are doing well. And I'm not saying the other ones aren't doing well, but the ones who are consistently flying under the radar, but their programs are doing well or their work is doing well, those are the ones that you got to make sure to invest your time in. It's the best way to grow your organization. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.